So I wanted to share five ways to stay motivated right now. And the five that I want to talk about are because I'm getting so many people talking about how difficult it is to stay motivated right now, to feel motivated. And this is despite the fact that I don't think motivation is something that can be relied on. Um, I think there are much better things to rely on when it comes to wanting something to happen or we want to feel a certain way, i.e. motivated before we do something. That's a whole other video that I can do. Um, but in terms of not feeling motivated, I get it. I understand it's happened to me as well during this um, whole um, big C um, in terms of being at home. And uh, for me personally, goals have changed. Goals have wobbled because specifically, you know, races that I was preparing for, say Manchester um, and half marathons and stuff like that, um, they've been postponed till October and no one really knows whether they're going to come back again um, as and when they um, are saying that they're going to be uh, back in October. So how is it going to work? There are so many questions uh, still to be answered as to how some kind of mass event, some kind of running event such as, such as the uh, Manchester Marathon, London Marathon, York Marathon, um, how they're going to work with social distancing where where is the whole world going to be where is england going to be in terms of um being able to to do events like that so it's it's not a it's not an easy uh thing to have to think about but in terms of how it impacts us personally it's like well i get it i get why we may feel unmotivated because it's like well, I was working towards this thing, but now that's being cancelled. Um, I don't feel motivated because, you know, there's just so much uncertainty. Um, and we've been kind of thrown into this whole new world that we're all having to deal with. So I understand where the motivation may be wobbling. We're, we're all having... Uh, major ups and downs as well in terms of how great we feel so um it's it's natural for us all to have this kind of roller coaster ride in terms of um the emotions that we're having um and that's why i wanted to share five ways to kick start that motivation and maybe not even have to rely on motivation maybe not having to rely on the feeling of motivation coming along before you do something. So let's delve straight into the five ways or the five tips I'd like to share with you as to how to stay motivated. And the top, top one is to do with accountability. Uh, I've said this time and time again, accountability. So what is accountability? We're talking about being answerable to someone or being held accountable to your actions 
um, being held accountable, meaning you're answerable. Like if you don't do it, you have to tell someone that you haven't done it. Um, being accountable is um, about having to check in with someone or there is some kind of deadline that you're setting yourself. There's got to be some kind of leverage. Uh, there's got to be some kind of urgency for you to feel accountable um, so that you therefore do that thing that you said you would. So in this in this particular instance, the the example could be, I don't feel motivated to do any exercise at the moment. And it is all too easy to not do it in terms of um, the way I felt when, say, the Manchester Marathon got postponed from April till now October. And for a week, I had this massive wobble where I was like, well, F it. Why, why, why am I bothering doing all this training? Um, but then that kind of spiraled into me going, well, why train at all? Why bother training? Um, why bother exercising? And it took accountability from my coach, my coach, to kick me up the bum uh, and for me to get back on track. So in terms of accountability, there have been many studies and the main stat I like to share is the fact that if you set a goal of any kind, it could be you know, I want to eat better. It could be I want to earn a million pounds. It could be I want to exercise three days a week, whatever it is. Um, if you set a goal with someone else, I you're answerable to someone else, a specific goal. You are 60, 60, checks his notes, 64 percent more likely to actually achieve that goal because you've told at least one other person. You've told this person who you are going to then leverage that feeling of so that you feel like you're not going to let them down. You're not going to look silly. You're not going to feel like um, you failed or whatever it is. Having that accountability raises the probability of you achieving your goal by six, almost 65%. Um, so that's just the power that shows you the power of having accountability in your life. Okay. And then furthermore, if we then set a specific deadline with that person in terms of the goal that we've set, um, I, you know, say the exercising a specific goal, like if I, um, don't go running three times this week for my coach, if I don't go running three times this week um, by Sunday, then I'm going to have to uh, record a video of me dancing butt naked. I don't know, I'm just making it up right now. But in terms of the accountability, you know, it's got to be specific. It's got to be, you know, categorically where you've, whether you've hit the goal or not. And there's got to be a specific deadline as well. But in this instance, when you have that deadline, of having that specific accountability appointment, your probability of hitting your goal goes up by 95%. So it's, it's pretty much guaranteed that you're going to hit your goal as long as you 
set a specific deadline with at least one other person. So in terms of helping you to stay motivated or feel motivated, surely that is one way, right? Probably the most powerful way, and that is to get accountability in your life, okay? The second way of kickstarting your motivation again, if you're feeling rock bottom, is to look for something fun and to find variety. So what I mean by fun and variety, you, you as a collective, we, or, you know, let's talk about me rather than you specifically. I might um, not feel motivated about going to play cricket. Okay, let's, let's say that. I'm not motivated to go and play cricket as a way to keep fit because I find cricket dull. I don't find it very fun, okay? Whereas if I find an activity that I can do that I do enjoy, I do find fun, I do get enthusiastic about, I am excited about going to do and try, um, like, I don't know, cycling or whatever, um, there's going to be this element of me actually wanting to do it rather than um, not even looking forward to it in the first place, okay? So the fun element has to be there in terms of helping you to kickstart that motivation, to kick you up the bum so that you get off the sofa, um, to either get out or go and do that workout or eat a little bit better or sleep earlier or whatever it is, okay? You gotta find that fun thing and there are 101 things that you can try right now. We have so much time on our hands and I, I'm i not sure there's that many excuses we have for not making the time to find something fun that you could do in terms of helping to motivate you to get from where you are now to where excuse me, where you want to be, okay? So it's about finding something that is fun. And then there's variety as well that kind of go hand in hand, really, because if you're doing the same thing over and over, you've got used to this doing the same things and you got bored, you know, there's boredom there, then of course you're not going to feel motivated um, because there's no, there's no variety. There's no, uh, there's nothing different. There's no stimulus you want something fun and something different to potentially try to kickstart your motivation, okay? So they're the first two that you can use in your life um, in terms of boosting or staying motivated right now. The third thing is to really work out whether you're more motivated by the stick or by pleasure. So what I mean by that is, are you more motivated to do something when there is either the threat of some kind of pain or the allure of something that is pleasurable? So, for example, um, uh, what would be more motivating for you is the question you've got to ask yourself. Is it that if I don't do something, I have to give £500 to someone else that I really don't like? Or is it the pleasure of... If I do achieve X, Y, Z, then I'm going to buy that telly or whatever it is, right? What is more meaningful to you? What gives you more leverage? What 
may, what motivates you ultimately more? Is it getting away from pleasure, uh, getting away from pain, or moving closer towards something that is of pleasure to you? So once you've worked that out, you can then use that to your own advantage in terms of motivating yourself. As in, statistically, in the UK, we are more driven or more motivated by um, the avoidance of pain than we are by the um, attainment of something pleasurable. So, I, we're more motivated by the stick than we are by the carrot, okay? So, you've got to work out what you're more motivated or leveraged or um, feel is more urgent for you. Is it pain or is it pleasure? Okay, so that is the third way of staying motivated and going off screen so you can only see my chin. Um, the fourth thing that you can do is to remember your goals. Remember your reasons as to what you're doing this for. Remember the reason that you set that goal for yourself in the first place. So whether it's, I'm not going to drink as much over lockdown um, because um, just because it's this time of the year and you know I'll I'll get back on it when I'm out of this whole period um, you have to remember the goals as to why you said you were doing them and ultimately if you use the technique of thinking about one who is going to um, benefit when you achieve the goal or two if you think about who will suffer if you don't achieve the goal that in itself can be motivation that in itself can be motivating for you um, enough to the extent that you get off your bum so if we look at that it's about remembering what your goals actually are in the first place because sometimes we uh, just forget about why we're doing what we're doing or why we um, aren't doing what we said we were going to do, aka go exercising three days a week or something like that. Um, you've got to think about who is going to benefit if you do go and do that exercise. So in the case of three days a week exercise, you're going to benefit, right? Your physical health is going to be better. Your mental health is going to be better in terms of the way you feel. But then in terms of who else is going to benefit, it's going to be potentially the rest of your family because you're in a better mental state to actually help them. Um, it could be uh, the fact that it has a ripple effect to anyone and everyone else that you come across as well in terms of when you're out there talking um, or, you know, socially distancing but you just smile and that has a positive effect on other people so it's like thinking about who will benefit from you achieving your goal but on the flip side also thinking about who will suffer if you don't so in the case of the exercise three days a week who's going to suffer yes it's going to be you in the long term in terms of the way you're not going to get to feel in terms of having that endorphin rush and, you know, clearing your head and all the other reasons that people um, exercise for. Um, but also you got to think about who is going to suffer. So is it just going to be you or are your 
the rest of your family or your friends going to suffer as well because you're going to be in a different mental state whereby, I don't know, you're, maybe you're a bit grumpier. Maybe you're just not, you know, on the ball kind of thing because you've not had the exercise. Who is going to suffer ultimately and who is going to benefit? That is a, a fourth way of helping you to stay motivated right now. And the fifth way is... In terms of staying motivated, it is to find guidance, right? To get guidance in terms of basically getting help. Like if you, if what you've been doing thus far hasn't worked in terms of all the things that you've done um, to try and stay motivated yourself or to try and stick to that diet or to be more mindful or to go to sleep earlier or to eat better or whatever it is if what you have been trying hasn't worked on your own then you always have an option to ask for help there's always going to be someone out there willing to help you you just have to stick your hand up and ask for help right um, and it is about finding the right guidance and the reason that you ask for help is because it's going to ultimately save you time money and effort in the long term in terms of um, if you continue doing what you're doing uh, and it continues giving you the same results that you're getting and they're the results that you don't want to stay motivated how about looking at it as a, an investment in yourself in terms of getting help from other people um, in terms of people that have already helped people like yourself to stay motivated so that you save time, money and effort, right? Time in terms of otherwise you just waste more time continuing to bang your head against a brick wall, um, beat yourself up about not being motivated um, and just kind of wasting more time in terms of trying to work it out yourself when someone that has already got experience in what you do could give you you know, that 30,000 foot view that would mean the difference between you finally having some kind of aha moment where you're like, ah, if I just do this, I didn't realize if I just did this, then that would actually help me do X, Y, Z so much easier, right? It's about finding um, someone that has already done what you want in terms of the results that you want and asking about or finding out how they did it, whether they're going to just tell you, whether they're going to guide you, whatever it's like, it's going to help you in the long run to save time that you would otherwise waste trying to work it out yourself, including also, you know, the money that you would otherwise use and the effort you would otherwise use trying to work it out yourself, as opposed to finding someone that could potentially give you shortcuts in the long run, okay? So, they are the five ways to stay motivated right now. There is accountability. There is finding the fun and the variety. There is, thirdly, um, working out whether you're more motivated by pain or pleasure. Fourthly was remembering your goals and really thinking about who is going to benefit and also who is going to suffer so who's going to benefit if you do achieve the goal? Who is going to suffer if you don't achieve the goal? And the fifth one is to have the, or to be brave enough to stick your hand up and ask for help. To say, look, I don't know 
what to do next. Can someone help me? All right, so it's finding the guidance. And a bonus one is about being just kinder to yourself, right? It is, a bonus tip is to stay motivated. It's just to be kinder to yourself in terms of not beating yourself up. Um, You can't, as I said at the beginning, you can't rely on motivation to be there all of the time. You have to, have to find other ways to get you moving so that you create motivation, so that you build momentum in terms of, yes, motivation could be one of the things that gets you started, but it's about working out what is going to keep you going in the medium to long term so that you get sustainable results, i.e. staying motivated, all right? You don't just conjure up motivation from nothing. Motivation comes from you taking lots and lots of small action to get the ball rolling and then motivation and momentum are kind of like intermingled really in my opinion. So they are my five ways of staying motivated.